Is QuickBooks slowing your business down? Do you have challenges managing inventory, project profitability, or just getting paid fast enough? Get your business to a better place and graduate to NetSuite today. Stop paying for multiple systems that don't give you the information you need when you need it. Ditch the spreadsheets and all the old software you've outgrown. Now is the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Everything you need, all in one place, instantaneously. Whether you're doing a million or hundreds of millions in revenue, save time and money with NetSuite. Join the over 24,000 companies using NetSuite right now. Let NetSuite show you how they'll benefit your business with a free product tour at netsuite.com info. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com info, netsuite.com info. Hey, this is Chelsea Dupre, host of See Jane Sell. Thanks for listening to the following podcast on Public House Media. This is Rachel Mullins, host of Hashtag No Filter Friday here on Public House Media. Thanks for listening to the following broadcast on Public House Media. Once you're done with this episode, I hope you'll come check out my new show, Hashtag No Filter Friday, where we talk about all of the sexual misconduct allegations swirling around Hollywood. A new show drops every Friday at 8.30 Pacific Standard Time. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes so you'll never miss an episode of Hashtag No Filter Friday. Thanks again for checking out the following broadcast on Public House Media. I'm a military spouse of almost 10 years, a health and fitness enthusiast, a mom, and a registered dental assistant. Again, thank you so much for being here with me today. And if you find that anything in today's episode resonates with you or you know someone else that could benefit from hearing this, I highly, highly encourage you to share it. Also, if you have any feedback that you would like to leave, which I appreciate any and all of... Um, please feel free to email me at confessionsofamillspouse at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, or publichousemedia.org. So today's episode is a topic that hits very close to home for me, partly because it's something that I'm currently experiencing present day, but also because to me, what this episode is all about is the true meaning of confessions of a military spouse. So let's go ahead and talk about that a little bit. So as you can see from the title, I am going to be talking about reintegration. And why do I think that this topic specifically is the true meaning of confessions of a military spouse? Well, to be honest, because it's something that not a lot of people talk about. And if they do, it's never in the true depth that it actually needs to be talked about, unless it's with generally your close friends. So reintegration. First of all, I put a poll up on my Instagram regarding the word reintegration in general 
So because this was the topic of conversation that I had with some other military spouses recently. So if everyone could go find that um, post that I made and that poll and comment on it, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, But now back to the actual topic, reintegration. So basically, for those of you who don't know what reintegration is, um, reintegration happens when your spouse or significant other is gone for a long time, usually deployment. And in my case, that's what I'll mostly be referring to. Um, But it can also be trainings, you know, long trainings, workups, whatever the situation is. So they've been gone for all of these months, and usually it's three, six, seven, eight, however many months, and you just cannot wait for them to come home. And once they get home, everything is just going to be rainbows and unicorns, right? Uh, wrong. (laughs) So, so wrong. Now, I'm not going to lie, like the initial homecoming is pretty much rainbows and unicorns. You know, spouses are being reunited with each other. Parents are reunited with their kids. Kids are reunited with their parents. Siblings are sometimes reunited with each other. Like the list goes on and on. So initially, yes, it is all rainbows and unicorns. And I think that's how most people see it. And then they just leave it at that. You know, they think about the initial homecoming and they think about, you know, the people, the military people coming off the buses or off the ships or wherever they're coming from and this, you know, great reunion and everybody being reunited. And then I feel like people just leave it at that. But have you ever wondered what actually happens after they come home? There's that initial reunion, um, you know, those happy photographic moments. Have you ever wondered like what goes on past that? Well, If you have or you have not, (laughs) I'm going to tell you what happens from my experience. So after my husband's last deployment, he came home and it was seriously that quote unquote high on life feeling and everything was great. Everything was grand. Everything was wonderful. But I also had a very shrewd misconception that everything would continue to be that way. And unfortunately, it did not. And I feel like this is the true reality for a lot of military spouses. Um, It lasted a few days and then like the reality and the realness set in. And then it was kind of like, oh shit, how do we fit back into each other's lives? And to be honest, that deployment was literally shittier than shitty Um, (laughs) and I was so over everything at that point that I literally handed everything over to my husband and said, here you go. I pretty much did nothing besides go to work and come home. I wasn't cooking anymore. I wasn't cleaning. I wasn't doing the laundry. I only really participated in family activities if I absolutely had to. The least amount of things and stuff that I could do, the better. However... What I didn't realize is the amount of anger and resentment that led my husband to have towards me. And coming home from a seventh month deployment, our communication wasn't the greatest. So he didn't really speak up about it. Or if he did, honestly, I was too busy being as selfish as possible that I wasn't hearing or caring what he was saying at all. 
I had the true mentality of I had done it all by myself for seven months and so now it was his turn. Now, before you guys go judging me and thinking of how terrible of a person I am for thinking like that, I want to say this. Um, First of all, I feel like this is probably how a lot of military spouses feel. And again, it's just something that's not really talked about. But I also now recognize how terrible it in fact was. Um, I also recognize that there definitely should have been more communication and I should have definitely realized the signs that my husband was building all of this anger and resentment. And looking back now, I see it all and I know it doesn't do me a whole lot of good. I can't go back and change what had happened. Um, But I have realized it. I've acknowledged it and I have apologized profusely for being that way. Um, And I will use that experience to help me uh, with this deployment. And obviously, you know, we've worked through it to get past the anger and the resentment on both ends because I would be lying if I said, I wasn't angry and I wasn't resentful for the last deployment and for feeling so left alone and like I had to do it all by myself and um, just angry at the fact that he left me. So speaking of present day, let's talk about that. As you know, um, the current deployment that my husband and I are dealing with is coming to an end very soon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm not concerned about the reintegration this time just because of, um, having my previous experience. And to be honest, I think I'm actually more concerned about reintegration this deployment than I was the last one. Last deployment, I don't think I was actually concerned at all about reintegration and it smacked me so hard in the face. And I think that's why I'm so concerned now. But being honest with all of you, it's not a fun feeling to have to tell your significant other who is in an entire another country um, that you're worried about them coming home when they've been gone for X amount of months and they can't wait to come home. But I do know that there are a lot of people in the military community who currently feel or who have felt the way I feel about homecoming and reintegration at some point. And this is exactly the true confessions. Virginia, William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. Of a military spouse. This is the hard stuff. And you may or may not be wondering why I would be worried about my husband coming home. And... Let me just set this scenario. So imagine that for the last seven plus months, you have spent your whole life basically adapting and adjusting to an entirely new life without them. Um, You have finally found a routine. You have found amazing friends, which practically let you live with them. Your kid or kids are in all kinds of extracurricular activities, and you have basically created a brand new lifestyle to fit your current needs. Now, imagine your significant other is all of a sudden coming home. Shit, (laughs) I've created this whole life that works for myself and it works for my kid or my kids, 
And now somehow we have to figure out how to make someone else fit into this equation. I mean, it took us long enough to get to this point. And now someone's going to come in and mess it all up again. And yes, of course, it is super, super exciting. Homecoming is always an exciting time. But to be honest, things will never be the way they were before they left. They're either going to be better or they're going to be worse. And I fully believe that it's your choice to decide what it's going to be. And I also think that was part of the problem with my previous homecoming was that I didn't realize that things weren't going to go back to the way that they were before. So not only are you trying to figure out all of those puzzle pieces, take into account that you and your significant other are very opposite with a lot of things. You like to go out, socialize, and be with friends, but they're more of a homebody. You are definitely not a stay-at-home type of person, and they are. So not only are you trying to figure out how to reintegrate as a family with all of the family things, like household chores, children's, you know, children responsibilities, um, you know, who's doing what for the day, etc., but now you have to find a good balance of this quote-unquote new life that you have established these last seven-plus months with someone who is basically being thrown to the wolves <laughs> into your new life and someone who is total opposite of you as well. Holy shit, you guys. <laughs> All of that in itself is a lot and enough to worry any sane person. Then not to mention the question of what are your guys' feelings towards each other? You know, phone calls, FaceTimes, emails, it can only do so much. So, you know, I've been doing this for so long by myself and they've been doing their own thing so long by themselves. I feel like any person would question, like, what if this isn't what either of us want? And first of all, I want everyone listening to this episode right now to know that all, and I do mean absolutely all, all of those feelings are totally and completely normal and you are obviously not the only one feeling these feelings because if I'm feeling them, I know somebody else is feeling them, which means somebody else is feeling them. What's not quote unquote normal to me though is the fact that it's not discussed publicly that all of these like weird, crazy, um, almost bad, quote unquote, bad things are not being discussed public publicly and that there's not more resources out there for us spouses. In my almost 10 years of being a military spouse, I have heard people talk about reintegration, but never in the depth of this conversation. Never in the depth of, oh, you know, with reintegration, you could be questioning, you know, whether you and your spouse's feelings are the same. You can be scared about homecoming. You can be excited about homecoming. You can kind of be angry about homecoming. Like, I have never heard it discussed in this kind of depth and what happens after they get off that bus or that ship or whatever and after you have that reunion and you guys have to go home. I have never heard somebody talk about what happens then. And it's sad to me because it is happening and it does need to be talked about. But society has made it what I feel like such a taboo thing that it doesn't get the time and the recognition it needs, which is exactly why I'm here. 
Now, before anyone freaks out and worries about what my husband is going to think um, when this episode comes out, (laughs) I want you all to know that we have talked about this and we have talked about it very much in depth. And I would be lying if I said most of this episode didn't come from him, actually. Um, Meaning after we talked about everything, he pretty much told me, you know, this is the stuff that people don't talk about. And this is the stuff that people need to dig deeper on and talk about, but it's not happening. And that was part of the premises that my podcast was built on. And I felt in that moment that it was a perfect topic to discuss. So for those of you wondering, my husband is quote unquote on board with me talking about this and has been aware of everything that I have told you guys and supports me putting it out there because he knows how much I struggle with it and these feelings and is it normal? Is it not normal? Should I be feeling this way? Should I not be feeling this way? And Um, He kind of has the mentality that if I'm feeling this way, somebody else is feeling this way, but why is nobody talking about it? So the bottom line is that every person's reintegration process is obviously going to be different, but I want you to know that there are resources out there for you to lean on. Go to therapy, reach out to another military spouse that you feel comfortable with enough to say, hey, this is how I'm feeling. And maybe it'll open up that door for them to be like, oh my gosh, I've been feeling that way too. Or your feelings are totally normal. Use your DRC, um, which is what it's called in the military, the Deployment Readiness Coordinator now. Used to be the FRO or something like that. Um, You know, go to church. Whatever you need to do to talk about it and feel comfortable with it. And I also highly suggest talking to your spouse before they get home and setting up setting up expectations of what you and they want to happen. So you guys are both on the same page. If you do that and you set up these expectations and you guys are both on the same page, I promise that it will lead to so much less anger and resentment and it will make things a hell of a lot easier on both of you. And I also feel like that was probably part of our downfall with our last deployment homecoming was the fact that we didn't really talk about homecoming and what would happen afterwards and what the expectations were and that I was feeling the way that I was feeling and he was feeling the way that he was feeling. And, um, we, we definitely learned a lot from it. So is the conversation going to be hard to have? I can tell you firsthand, hell yes, it will absolutely be hard. Like I said, no spouse wants to hear thousands of miles in other countries away that, Hey, I'm a little worried about you coming home. Like what? Wait, what? Um, So if you are going to start that conversation, just know that you really need to be prepared to dig deeper and talk more about it so they have a better understanding as to why you feel the way that you feel. Um, But it's not only going to help you to have that conversation as an individual. It's also going to help you grow as a couple and understand each other better. If anybody out there is struggling with the reintegration process, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. As I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, there are so many ways that you can find me. I am an open book. I am here to help and I will do my absolute best to help you however I can, whether it's me helping you, me finding somebody else that can better help you, setting you up with resources through the military, whatever the situation is that I can help you, I will certainly do my best. Thank you all for being here with me today. I hope that you have a fantastic Tuesday. And again, if any of this resonated with you and you 
feel compelled to share, please do so. 